Hello and welcome to the It's Our Year podcast, episode 10 of series 2. But unfortunately, Craig goes out this evening on, on fatherly duties, so I am yet again joined, because there'll, there'll, there'll be some sighing, won't there, really, by uh, uh, Adam French. Hello, Adam. You alright? The ginger pie in the court is back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, people didn't seem to mind you last time. So, there you are again, aren't you, sir? Yeah, the fans demanded it, and we have to give them. They didn't what demand they want. it. They didn't demand it. Um, they very lukewarmly went, eh, said a couple of funny things, really. One well, of my friends said it wasn't as shit as I thought, or you weren't as shit as I thought you would be, so. That's not a bad that. review, is it? Yeah, it's kind of what. No, we don't get that. Me and Craig don't get that. We just got. Uh, we know shit's in it. The word shit's in the critique, but there's nothing positive beforehand. So well done. You're already. One nil up, aren't you? We'll be climbing up the iTunes ladders any day, no way. If uh, that's still a thing. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, but like somebody will have cut off the bottom of the ladder, so like the podcast just sprawling on the floor, and people are like in medieval style just chucking shit and piss out of a window, and it's splashing all over the podcast, and we're going, oh, we're covered in covered in shit. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit initially, after we've done the intro naturally, talking a little bit about uh, the current um, state of, uh, of Sheffield United and Leicester. Very different. Could be swapping places if things continue to go the way they are. Not going very well at all. Uh, and then we'll be moving on to uh, super fans of clubs, not famous fans, because we've done that. Because David Nielsen, uh, Roy Cropper. Leicester fan, done all that type of stuff. Used to get loads of little things into the, into Corrie, didn't he? Sean Bean, Blades. That's very true, we, we, I believe we did talk about Sean a little bit. The, the second best sharp associated with the club. Oh, oh God. Oh, sorry. Hey, sorry, sorry you did that. a little face though, didn't you, after you did that, like you were really happy with it. Yeah. But it was rubbish, wasn't it, really? Like a wee pre-com. Yeah. Oh. In fact, it's, uh, is it 20 or 25? Could it even be, no. I think it might be 25 years since when when Saturday Comes was released when uh, Jimmy Muir, due to the wonders of editing, got on the end of his own cross. What a player. What a player. I know he was able to rise to the top of the professional game. When did he start? The age of 35? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Still hasn't finished his apprenticeship and joinery. Yeah. Can I go out with you? <laughs> no, you can't. Why? Because I've got a boyfriend. Have you really? No. So can I go out with you? Yeah, I suppose we'll go for a paint. What the start of a love story that was. I heard love actually was loosely based off it, but... He didn't have to use placards though. That's true. He was just able to woo her. I don't think that was his best friend's missus as well. No. No, it wasn't. I I didn't watch it, but I thought about that scene the other day. Very sinister. Yeah. Because she's like, they're all of me. But she loves it. She ends up like at the very end of like that scene where he does the wee plaques. Mm. She like kisses him on the lips, like in the film to sort of signify as in like this is the end of of the brief moment that we had together. Yeah. And really, what's definitely happening is he's got a root on, being like, I've got a chance. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. No, it was it was it, very very. It's in the same way where people um, at weddings have um, the police every breath you take as a wedding song. 
which is obviously about stalkers as well, but people think, oh yeah, it's for, well I like that, he's always watching what I'm doing, every breath I take. And that's what he was doing, Andrew how many, Lincoln. How many people do you reckon have put like, new ones to be like a bit nuanced? And we'll have WAP as our first song, just to be, you know, real. <laughs> um, I assume it's played at many a Christian wedding. <laughs> a, bit, a bit of wet-ass pussy. That feels like the only way it would work is if they had a synchronised dance. It would be a bit weird if they But what sing- would the synchronised dance consist of? There would be some type of dominant female and the males, you know... Right, like, and then somebody's got a mop. <laughs> just the janitor going around. Yeah, it could, it could work. It's, um, I'm not planning to get married any time soon. So but if you do? It'll be on the set list anyway. Oh, good. At least, at least your mum will be chuffed. <laughs> or the Biffy Claro version. Have they done one? Uh, yeah, instead of uh, WAP, it's Biff. So Biff? Hang on, let me guess. Uh, big, illuminate... Farce. No, no, it's it's no, no, it's. Oh, it's like, not an acronym. No, it's just wet ass biff. So like you know. Wet ass biff. <laughs> so, so like you know the little star where it goes. Uh, there's some whores in this house. They're like, there's some biffs in this house. There's some. Biff. Oh, it's it's awful. But I I can't. I mean, they it. are quite clearly shameless people, aren't they? I mean, they they, they play without shirts. So I don't like that. Mm. No, I don't. I don't necessarily know why, I just don't like it and they really added to it. The lead singer was like the first like introduction I had to like proper mental health where I read it. And then no, it was a crying thing about his mental health and he was just like uh, What was up with him? He was like, Some days I would just look in the mirror and scream at myself for ten minutes at a time. Put your shirt on then. <laughs> and then I read it and was just like, Oh, he sounds mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone was like, What's mental health? And I was like, Oh, we all learn. You did, you changed yeah. yeah, and now I'm a big advocate for shirtless men screaming up mirrors. Not mental health, just that. Mm, fucking biffs now. Um, yeah, so looking at and discussing uh, super fans, and then I think that'll be it, of course, because, of course, unfortunately, our career goes not here, but hopefully without him, we'll, we'll still do the show proud. So let's get on with it. So we thought initially, naturally, we'd just give a bit of uh, an update of our respective two teams. Um, so I'll let you start off, Adam, regarding Sheffield United. How's it going? Yeah, it's been going well. Um, after the World Cup, after it didn't come home. Oh uh, no, how devastating. Oh no, got us for... Uh, that James books. Corden song were good though, weren't it? We, oh. had that, we had that on before we came on. Sorry, uh, to be honest, I didn't... I, so didn't know it with Tears for Fears, did you? No, give him too much credit and thought that he'd got a good team around him and uh, actually created that melody in the middle of the chorus, but it's not a bad song, might go on a playlist. But no, um, since we've come back, we've been doing very, very well. We're up to second place, and now we are nine points clear uh, of third. So oh, yeah, bloody yeah. hell, you're yeah. striding back to the Premier League, aren't you, sir? Really are in our sort of swing of things, and I think we're only three points off Burnley. Burnley playing very, very well at the minute. You know, Vincent Company's doing well. With Daryl Strawberry. Who's that? Well, he's just a, a, a baseball player that they take the mick out of on uh, The Simpsons who's got a giant head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a big head for a reason. He's very intelligent. He is. He knows about his, four or five different languages, doesn't he? Did his master's, uh, his MBA, the highest business qualification you can do while he was at Man City. Did he really? Yeah, bright man, bright man. That's very nice, isn't it? Like Wilfred and Dee, they're doing business at DMU. 
What's the MU? This is where I went to. It's to Mumford University. Essentially, it's a polytechnic. Nothing bad about that. I did my PGC at Hallam. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'd have liked to have done better. <laughs> well, I did my main degree at a Russell Group, so you know. Did you really? Yeah. All right. Queen's University Belfast. That's the Russell Group. Yeah. All right. Are the standards over there, or? Uh, no, we're we're very highly rated uh, across the board. Um, obviously, it put a lot of students off with the ongoing terrorists and the the rioting. But were you stuck with it? Stay true my roots until you get out of there. Back to Sheffield and Sheffield United, as we were discussing. Yes. Um, no, at the minute we're doing exceptionally well. Uh, team good form. Um, got a very very good end result. Uh, against QPR last week um, mm-hmm. where we got a 96th minute equaliser oh Johnny Egan very much cost the first one to be fair oh so, did he so he yeah. made up for it yeah it was good and it was one of those ones where almost it's going to sound really stupid but not winning not getting three points but getting one point with a last minute winner was almost like as far as sort of team synergy and everything it's sort of like Almost as galvanising as getting those. You gave you a bit of oomph, didn't it? Yeah, that's it. You know that sort of battle to the end. Uh, I'm playing really well. Controversially, oh yes, the Sharp's been starting the past few games, and he scored a lovely goal against Huddersfield, and he got another goal against someone else. But his all round play just isn't good enough anymore. Like the one thing that it was too static. Yeah, he's very very slow. Um, he's got a fat ass, and he can push that into people and sort of hold the ball up sometimes doesn't release it all that well he's just it is a controversial sort of statement but I feel as though at the minute with you know how well McBurney and Ndai who is phenomenal um, will be in the Premier League next season with us or with someone else no yeah. doubt um, I just feel though McBurney offers a lot more than Sharp which is something that you know you you would have never heard me saying you is know, he Scott Free now in? McBurney yeah yeah the... regarding his stamping and other Offences. It was hilarious. The news article came out. The guy said that he feared for his life. Oh, that's right. The, the at Notts Forest. Yeah. Yes. He feared for his life with his play, and he uh, hasn't been the same since. Very shook up. Uh, scared of his own shadow. Was he? Uh, uh, yeah, all because McBurney's a stamp, um, and then McBurney's defence was uh, a slipped. Oh. And then repeatedly, <laughs> his foot twatted on top of the chap. Yeah, almost like, you know, death by suicide, shot under the head three times. Uh, yes, like a Clinton <laughs> job, yeah. So well, I saw there was a particular player that you've sent back, um, who was on loan. Uh, what's the guy called who's gone back to Brighton? Kadra. Kadra, yeah. He's a fella I saw in uh, in Tesco, where, <laughs> where he bought two trolleys of Satsumas. Yeah. And he just got to, he just got to it, because there's a lady that... Um, that I talked to a little bit in there, and she, we once had this interaction. I had, um, had a t-shirt on with, uh, you know, Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. Don't say the name of the band. And she sat there, saw the t-shirt, she went, huh? you know, and uh, just just started, uh, you know, you can go your own way. And I went, yeah, yeah, they're a good uh, good band, aren't they, Fleetwood Mac? Who? Fleetwood Mac? Never heard of. <laughs> and she does little things like that where she'll manipulate you. But anyway, that fella was going to her and he just went, let me explain, with his two trolleys of Satsumas. And I didn't like it. He looked around and he just went, I'm a professional football player. He's German, yeah. With yeah. his very glamorous girlfriend. 
If you ever eat too many oranges, do you not get hives? Or is that something my mum made up? Just sort of drink all the orange juice? Hives? Yeah. Do you? I don't know. Right. Not that it was a, a thing. I don't know. Anytime I... Th- I, I when, it, when I thought about, like, two trolleys worth of all, like, the used-up pulps and skins, I just thought about piles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about him is they definitely didn't have a positive impact on his performance. Well, the oranges they, didn't. Oh, he was dog shit. Was he? Yeah. We, so often do we... Sheffy and I never get players that are properly quick, you know, raw pace, your Vardy mm. and all that. Anytime we do get them, they're fucking terrible. He's one-footed, no confidence, didn't know how to use his pace. Mm. It reminds me a bit of... Do you remember uh, a winger that played for, I think it was Man United, and then he did a few football league clubs called Fabian Brandy? Yes. He's, did you say he used to play for Man U? Yeah. I think he started off at Man U. Yeah, he used to be a bit of a champ man stalwart, didn't he? Oh, honestly, he signed for us raw pace. Bloody useless. Got like, I think, two or three red cards before January, and then just... Oh, bit of a bit of a frimpong from Arsenal. He used to have a red card as well when he'd go on loan. Just awful. Like, and and we've never really had proper pace, and it's just he was awful. He Cabra just he tore us a new one against Blackburn in both games last year, and he came this and just. Oh, he played for Blackburn. Played for Blackburn last year on loan. Yeah, that's why we signed him on the back of two phenomenal performances against us. They don't. They don't get to. They don't get oranges or or the citrus fruits. In that part of Lancashire, they're uh, they're absolutely scurvy ridden, but the better footballers for it, the uh, they they hold on to the gums and say, right, this is the way they are, and I'm going to make up for my dreadful mouth with the quickness of my feet. But unfortunately, he came to Sheffield, and it was just it was too southern for him. Yeah, you know, he, he thought he was in London. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully not like Stockdale. I'd never seen a full fish before. <laughs> Poor old David. Uh, but uh, whereas, uh, obviously, Leicester are on the complete wrong trajectory, really. Um, I don't know. It's very odd at this moment in time. There just seems to be a great disconnect between club, fans, players, manager. I don't know. It's, it's, it's peculiar. Like Obviously, we started to improve before the World Cup. And then since the World Cup, it's gone straight back to the horrors of what it was, you know, at the start of the season, where there's just there's just this lack of care about keeping the ball out the net, and they're just very weak and insipid, and any form of pressure that they come up against, they just will. Like Newcastle the other night, like against Newcastle at our place on Boxing Day, obviously they start they were tuning up within seven minutes. So you'd say, right, we can't afford to do that again. Within five minutes, they should have scored two or three at their place. Tearing through it. The only reason it wasn't five or six is due to their poor finishing. Good old Longstaff missed an at-trick of very simple chances. But it's very concerning. Like, without Madison in the team, there's nothing. Was Madison injured? Or... Yeah, yeah, different part of his knee. The weird thing is that Brennan Rodgers really, like, no offence, but should have jumped ship when a stop was high. Because mm. it's dwindling, dwindling. Oh, massively. To the, to the point that, like, like you could see him walking and then everyone taking him. And yeah, he's, oh, his he's time for Man U, all that type of stuff's gone due to what's what's happened. But he, he's very concerned with self-preservation. So, for example, he said the other day about how the net spend with him in charge is only 10 million quid, whereas Villa and all these... Spend, well, we've sold a lot of players, yeah, 
but you've been given the majority of that money, maybe 200 million, and you spent it on utter shit. Well, it is that sort of like, whenever he got the Liverpool job, he became tits and teeth. And then mm. people were like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he got new teeth and he got new tits. And he dropped his... Started going out with the uh, the secretary of the club and they started wearing uh, matching golf attire. Yeah, well, you know, he's still around. Because before he had his stuff done, he kind of looked like that rhino character from um, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah, Bebop or Rocksteady, I can't remember which one, but there, there was a real sort of... Um, like his face came to a point and, and people probably, um, you know... Took ivory from him. I kind of the original one. I think he would have been a good, like, ninth or tenth character. I can't remember how many were in the original um, cast of the Warriors. Sort of. Who would the, he have been in that? Just like that Northern Irish one. You know, who's just in the Warriors? Yeah. So, so you got like, um, oh, Rembrandt, yep. Berman. Those guys were some desperate dudes. Oh, you're you're not far wrong. <laughs> it reminds me of the troubled time in Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, that's good. That yeah, he comes in. I've seen the troubles. You fucking lad have not got a clue. Prancing about with your bloody leather, bloody vest on. Rembrandt, why, why are you just tagging warriors? Surely you should be doing a full full mural towards the fight that the warriors are going on. Yeah, he didn't prove himself as an artist. No, Rembrandt died very shortly after the making of that film. Really, of AIDS. Poor old Rembrandt. Because you know. Um, Fox, the guy who ends up sort of like rolling onto the tracks. Yeah. That was originally going to be De Niro. Yeah, I remember you hearing about that. The game was phenomenal. The Warriors won my favourite game ever and they had like a full backstory for everyone and it was very good. Yeah, because typically filmed... No, 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 actually, I'm wrong about that. It's the other way around, isn't it? It's 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 um, games into films that are fucking awful, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, because like, there's a good Spider-Man game and there's a good like Star Wars game. And all that type of stuff. Yes, the other way around where it's absolutely horrendous, isn't it? Like Hitman and Assassin's Creed and all that type of stuff. Um, but anyway, back back to old uh, back to old Lester. We and then there were a couple of moments the other night just where like Vardy had an open net and fucked that I up. I remember seeing that. Yeah, oh, it was a horrible miss, and it could have been a way back in. Not that we would have remotely deserved it because we absolutely offered nothing. And like you look at the injuries, and like. Um, KDA should bring something back to it. Somebody said the other day they watched a video with him and he calls himself KDH, which made me respect him slightly less. Um, as a, well, the fact if he called himself whatever, you just don't mention your own name, do you? Any third person shit, but particularly an abbreviation. Um, he's a loss, Madison's a miss, but like, oh, you know, Samari, who gives a shit if Samari's injured? Fuck him. He's just, absolute garbage. Just if you're mentioning players that like call themselves by like a nickname or doing something yeah. like that. Uh, one of the guys I work with, uh, Jack Turner, who big Sheffield Wednesday fan, actually played for Sheffield United Academy, Sheffield Wednesday Academy. Oh, did he? Yeah, normal footballer. Um, but uh, he told me about. Do you ever remember a youth player for Sheffield Wednesday who was destined for big things called Sean Clare? And he basically demanded, yes, he had a birthmark on his face. And he yes, said, I do remember him. Yeah, demanded like five grand a week when he had made a first team appearance and everything. But what he used to do was he used to uh, tweet like snippets of like his golden bits from the youth team right and hashtag it Sean Flair number seven. Oh, what a bell I'm glad he's fucking disappeared love that without a trace love that now, obviously all the way fans just like a bit a bit anything like that the benchmarks Lingard I think like I don't know if you saw that video in changing rooms fucking dancing that's why I want us to win tomorrow I couldn't give a fuck about Forrest I couldn't care less hit Forrest but I really want to win him because of that 
utter fucking knobhead. Like, do you know he's got his own documentary series on 4OD? And I started watching, like, it, it charts, like, the start of his career up until where it is now, talking about his merchandise. He's got shitloads of merchandise that yeah, you can buy. He's he got lost millions on it. Good. He lost, absolutely. He, I don't think he even you know, went bankrupt, but he, like, lost loads of money on it. It was really, like, quite funny. I'm going to say, I think, well, you know, and then you thought about it for a second, didn't you? You went, oh, yeah, it's a multimillionaire. He gives a shit if his um, sort of hoodies don't sell. But there's a great bit at the start where um, he's still at Man United and you can just see him running up the touchline and you just say, this bloke, Lingard, you wanker! Yes, he is. He's awful. He's horrible little dancing and playing of pipes and all this type of stuff. So, no, I, I, that's the, that I mean, obviously, the fact that we need to win because oh, I want us to stay up. Um... Another reason is because of that utter bell end. He has that re- he has that weird English wonder kid until you're thirty nine sort of attribute to him that like Lingard still people still think that he's like that there's potential like he's nineteen still to happen. Same with Theo Walcott. Like there's a lot of England oh, players God. where they just like for some strange reason they sort of stretch out a career that's like when in reality they should just be like no you need to go down the pecking order and find your actual place. I think Eric Dyer will be the next one of those. Possibly. Possibly. And saying that, Eric Dyer actually at least had a reasonably good England career. Got the mm. semi-finals playing and everything. He did. You know, so That's I feel true. as though he's, he is a bit shit, but he at least has contributed. Same way Han Maguire as well. Not the best player, but has, has had a reasonable amount of success in his career, a reasonable amount of Top level. I did like, I did quite like that tweet. I don't know if you saw it today, where there's that fella, you know, that shop Wakey Wines, and he's got he's got the the two cans of Prime, and it just says Leicester selling Maguire and Chilwell. <laughs> that was good. It was good, wasn't it? Right. Let's talk about some of these big, massive super fans of teams. So we're now coming on to. Super fans of clubs, not famous fans, like I said, we've done that before, but 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 people who supposedly go above and beyond for their particular football club. So, Adam, you're going to uh, you're going to kick us off, aren't you? Yeah, Sheffield uh, United. We've got sort of a few different famous ones. Um, well, when I say famous, I mean famous around the the club. Uh, the 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 one that really springs to mind that is sort of uh, very vocal and very. Um, apparent on uh, social media on Facebook in particular is a woman called Carol oh and yeah Carol um, took over the she, she set up a group called like Blades for Life or We're All Blades because uh, she was sick of the other uh, Facebook groups that you know were being mean to each other because they weren't the Blades way and everything it sort of seemed like a Sunday school teacher that what is the Blades of, way it's a mixture of right wing racism and you I know, thought so yeah yeah <laughs> And then people that get offended too much and then get called snowflakes. No surrender! Uh, well, that's very Northern Irish of you. You know, UVA was. was saying that. Yeah. Uh, but no, she she um, sort of got famous because she took over the railway pub. Um, just just next to the ground. Yeah, I actually really like it. As a, as mm, a, as it's a nice little pub. boozer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah very tiny. Um, but it was good. Uh, she took it over and uh, she tried to get everybody to come into it. And to be fair, her Facebook group, it did bring a lot of people into it. But then blades the, for life. And that's it. And then the, our, we're all true blades or uh, some shit like that. But then a bit of controversy. Oh yeah, well, what happened with Carol? Oh, well, Carol was a bit too trusting, apparently. Right. Where uh, she agreed to buy some presents off someone for mm-hmm. to give to another person and hand her over the money. 
but unfortunately received no presents. Oh no. And it seemed very legitimate. I think it happened at a car park or something like this. It was all uh, and she puts out, I'm heartbroken. They took my money. I received no goods. The kids will be devastated and all this. And of course, all the true blades came out of the thing and mm. they opened their wallets and you know, all this. Well, I don't want your money, but here's a link to my, you know, just giving page or whatever yes. it was and all this. And then people started calling her out for it and it turned into like this massive, like, sort of. Oh, Carol. Uh, oh, ca- you know what? And she still claims that she was just a nice woman trying to do a nice thing. And she's trying to maintain her innocence, but it all. When she tried to buy body shop products <laughs> in a fucking car park, <laughs> but it all just really like kicked off. And then there's like some lads that like became blocked from the group, but then started making fake profiles to go on to insult her. It was like from the outside looking at it, it was fantastic to see. It was great view. Is she is she still kept it going, Carol, or is she is she stepped away? No, she's still still at the railway though. She I think she occasionally has a wee fall or something like that, and you hear that she's resting up, but she can't wait to see Billy in those shorts. And anyway, here's me other go for me. <laughs> it's incredible how clumsy I am. <laughs> but she, the, the the best thing was is like one of the guys who give her a lot of shit. Because uh, this all happened maybe like a couple of years ago. I can't really remember. It would have been maybe a year ago. And then <laughs> the other day, they shuffled a picture of him and this guy. She's just like, uh, finally settled our differences. Finally understood where I was coming from. I guess we're friends now. We're all blades, aren't we? No, no. She opted for the old crappy old Wednesday saying. But she's also like a bit of a, she seems a bit of a creep and sort of like sleazes and like, you know, like old men, she's like, oh, Carol, oh, I'd like to see your tits. And she's just like, oh, I'm sick of all these pervy men going on. Forget the GoFundMe. This is only fans, Carol. <laughs> you you want to see it from a true blade? <laughs> well, I use one dandy. <laughs> Don't worry, you get very close. But, um, yeah, no, she... she, she yeah, well, talking about OnlyFans and... Um, Celebrity or and super fans. Mm. Um, was there not that Rangers one that went like viral because she like? <laughs> oh, I don't to, know. She like touched herself and things in OnlyFans with like highlights of like Rangers beating Celtic in the background. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> it was something like that, and like all these Rangers fans were like signing up just to be like watching Chris Boyd scoring over a kick <laughs> against Boric while some girls got a. Look at Scott Brown. He looks annoyed. That's enough for me to finish off. It was great. And then obviously you have uh, Man City with Tits Out Jackie. Tits Out. Hey, she's rebranded now, aren't she? I'm the Jack Stop. And uh, yeah, she's a regular on uh, on TalkSport. And uh, I could swear she ended up on TalkSport the other day and she was talking through... Um, her escape from a toilet that she got locked into. So I don't know if she was getting advice from, like, Jason Cundy. Use a toupee! Dismantle it! And we... The, the mutual friend of ours, Cam, who's a big Man City fan, and he was saying about how uh, one of the last times we went to watch Leicester Man City, uh, Man City won 1-0. When Philbert Fox did that dive to, uh, to mimic Jack Grealish. But anyway, uh, City scored... And uh, the jackster was saying, oh, don't do it no more. Don't do none of that. Keep me chest covered, don't I? As soon as the, soon as the Man City goal goes in, so straight out, gonna get, gets the baps out. Uh, there you go. Some, some steward that appalled fell back and broke his bloody ankle. <laughs> what, what I like to think about is that Tiss Jackie, because apparently she's, a, she's an elderly woman, isn't she? 
relatively so. Have you not seen that video where um, when it was the Champions League final and she's just dancing by herself in a car park? It's quite <laughs> haunting. Oh, God. Uh, no, um, I like to think before the oil money came in, when they were getting slapped games, you know, the away fans would only look forward to go to the games to see tits, to out, see tits out Jackie. You know, yeah. you know, fuck Sylvain Destan or any of those useless bastards that were getting beat by Wigan. It was all to get there and to see two tits, <laughs> both belonging to our Jackie. The Jack stuff. Well, Jack. Yeah, she's a corker, isn't she? One of uh, Leicester's most famous fans is, unfortunately he's, he's passed away now, Yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, Bernie. And there's uh, many a compilation of Bernie on on YouTube. So he was he was fairly renowned for sort of like face paint that essentially looked a bit like a footballing version, a male version of Havisham. So he had like this face paint that had clearly been on his face for years that had just sort of crusted over and just left. He had like a ratty little jester hat and a horn. Sounds like someone from like an indigenous tribe of some sort in the Amazon forest. He'd, he'd only have his own. <laughs> yeah, there'd be nobody else in it, and, and and in quite a few sort of um, highlights <laughs> compilations with Sky, they'd always cut to him there blowing his own. And um, there were a few occasions where he would stand in the relevant fecal matter of the animal of the club that you'd be playing that was linked to it. So um, he's like, "Here I am. We're going to play Wednesday today." Oh shit! So he'd be there kicking about it. Oh shit! And there's a there's a flag that commemorates him now where he used to sit because it's not far from where we are, um, just to the side of the cop. And um, the very famous one was where I tell you now, Leicester in the shit, aren't they? And he's there, and there's just fucking piles and boulders of horse shit from some police horse that's trotted past and burning straight in winter. And he was fairly renowned for doing um, karaoke in the uh, the local hero, which is a pub. Not so far from the ground, and people are just filming or whatever. And then they go up to him and say things like, "So, Bernie, um, what do you think about the global recession?" <laughs> yeah, but what do you think about the, you know, the, the sort of inner workings of Britain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but do you not, do you not think Gordon? It wasn't really Gordon Brown's fault, though, was it? You know, in regards of the fact it was a global recession, there's nothing. <laughs> just that over everything. He uh, apparently once, because he was, he was fairly renowned in the 50s and 60s for riding his bike to home games, he once hitchhiked to Edinburgh for a friendly. That's dedication, isn't it? All uphill as well. You what, sorry? It's all uphill. All uphill as well, yeah. Particularly good. And there's a great video on YouTube of where he goes into a shop and he's desperate for a customised T-shirt um, that has, uh, I, want, I want the king on it. I want the king on it. What you want, Charles? No, Andy. <laughs> Where's the king, isn't he? He's he, he he's been here his entire career. Well, I know he has mainly because nobody else fucking wanted he him. He come from Man United as well. Andy King, yeah. no Chelsea. I think he was in Chelsea's uh, uh, youth setup. Yeah. So uh, what what's another one that you've got? Adam? Uh, another one I have. Um, well, we could talk about uh, one of the most interesting uh, ones. But linking back to Rangers as well, because they're such sophisticated fans that mm. you know they have quite an abundance of treasures. Um, you ever seen the guy who um, he's the Asian lad mm. um, who is banned from Ibrox uh, for sectarian chanting? Yes. Um, but obviously he loved that sort of you know animalistic and you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
you know. Oh, I might use tribal again. Yeah, tribal is probably mm. the best way uh, to describe it. Um, so he joined the EDL. Of course he did. The only uh, Muslim member of the EDL, which is, uh, <laughs> you know. But it's uh, quite a paradox, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, I'm pretty sure Shameless did an episode of that. Where they, uh, the EDL hired a black guy. The, the black guy didn't realise it was the EDL to be on the front cover. And it was a bit of sort of, ooh, look at what was all happening. <laughs> uh, but no, he's a, he's a living legend of it. There's a Vice documentary on it. Is, is it on that where he gets dumped in a fountain? No, that happened in the England-Scotland uh, game. Where the, he went down there and all the Scottish fans hated him. And stripped him naked and then threw him in. Beat him up a bit and then threw him in. Oh, the, I didn't realise he had his tackle out. Yeah, he had it. You know, uh, Give me my fucking clothes back, you fucking batties! <laughs> Just like, hey, 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 Yeah, he was absolute fucking top out. And asking for all his right wing brothers uh, from England. Yeah, side weirdly, to, they, weirdly to, they didn't help me out. <laughs> Weird that. So an, another one, uh, obviously Craig's not here, so he might uh, add his two pennyworth. Uh, is uh, Paul Gregory, aka Tango Man. So the name originated um, from the fact that he looks like the bloke that was on the Tango advert who just used to march about with his, with his shirt off. Now, the thing about him is he, he was originally a Wolves fan. From, he's from Wolverhampton. So, you know, we're talking about super fans and he, you know, he claims to be this big one. Wasn't even a Wednesday fan at the start. I, uh, strange enough, I, well, when I first started watching football, when mm. I was a Man United fan... So I sort of pretend to like them. What? Yeah, well, this was up until I was about eight. Uh, and then oh my neighbour was a Wolves fan. So I told my dad that I supported Wolves just to annoy my dad. And then my uncle, who's a Sheffield United fan, brought me over to watch Sheffield United versus Wolves. Yeah. And uh, first game was a three each. And uh, my uncle was like, so did you like Wolves after that? And I was just like, nah, fuck that, I'm a Blades fan. I can Blades fan after that. A Before true I... Blade with Carol. But that's, that's why, you know, me and Tango were... Kindred, because essentially you're disgusting turncoats, aren't you, really? Because he went, he, we go to a lot of England games, doesn't he? And he was told repeatedly not to strip off in Qatar. He didn't listen. His <laughs> uh, uh, his rancid, fat little tits were yeah, constantly out. Nothing to do with religious or you know cultural purposes, just for sheer grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that, and he was art. So well, why shouldn't I? You know. I'm a big man and I'll do what I want. But he's uh, he's had a few incidents of late, though, hasn't he? He turned South African there, the very end there. No. <laughs> do, do, do. I thought that was terrible for me. No. I, I, will, I will provide a little anecdote regarding the South African accent. Again, nothing to do with football, but um, we were in Brighton the other day and listened to two South African speak, people speaking who quite clearly worked in the film industry. And uh, she went, let me tell you. Now, here we go. That's better, isn't it? That's South African, not from Wolverhampton. Um, I've worked in film a long time. Is that how you knew that they're from the film industry? Uh, no, I'll tell you in a moment as to how, because I don't think the entire cinema industry is owned by us. <laughs> now, she went, the worst person I've ever worked with on set, Daryl Henner. She's a fucking Fruit Loop. She was set there in some form of pose. And you've got to know how to handle Daryl. And I went up to her and went, any of your fucking funny business? Now, just stop this. And she did. And that, and that bastard of a boyfriend, Neil Young, turned up. He's a fucking weirdo. And he's hearse. And that's all I heard from the conversation. But I just thought I'd prove that I, that I could do a South African accident whilst, whilst being able to say something half 
interesting. That wasn't racist or to do with the... No, it was all to do with Daryl. <laughs> causing quite a splash. Hey, <laughs> that was a shite joke. But anyway, he, he was banned from Illsborough for two years because uh, it was very rude about a steward. Two female stewards who were very, very rude about him. So he got kicked out for two years. He says he weren't. And he said he were helping somebody who was disabled back to their seat. I mean, I mean he's, he's turned it. He's thought, I'm going to make myself look the best. Some form of Samaritan tale. Whilst, like, imagine that poor person in the chair when you've got this guy with it. Can you not fucking... I, there's no shirt. Stop touching the chair. I'll get myself there. All right, I'm good. The I've got a sprained ankle. I'm not disabled. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Oh, no, I've got onion fragments on my back now, Paul. Just stop. Um, so that. And then he, he got roughed up at Bolton. I don't know if you... So he, he got lobbed out, and then there's a just great picture of him just laid by an ambulance <laughs> with his with his wife looking really annoyed, hanging over him. Was there not the Rotherham game where they broke his leg because they trailed him out? Or I don't know. I, th- I, thought it was, I thought it was the Rotherham game where he got... Where he was banned. Did he not get trailed out because they manhandled his woman? All oh, right, they... was he defending her honour? Yeah, well, that's that's our tango. You know, he's not, he's not helping disabled people, he's helping the women. Yeah, and ultimately getting the shit kicked out of him in every instance. Uh, another one, another fan, who recently featured at, uh, or a picture of him recently featured, at the National Football Exhibition at uh, the Millennium Gallery. It was a very good, brilliant picture of John Anthony Portsmouth Football Club Westwood. Now, I'm assuming you've all seen him at the games. He's tattered from head to foot. He's got these scabby old... Like 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 a jester equivalent um, in, in regards to what's on his head, but it's it's dreadlocks. He's got blue and white dreadlocks that are... Does he have rank. a bell? Yeah, he constantly... Yeah, but it's called like the Chimes of Pompey or something. That he, and he, he fucking blows a bugle. As well to accompany it, and and despite his his outwardly quite sort of manic look, uh, he is in fact uh, an antique bookseller in Petersfield, um, which is uh, uh, which is a rather nice place actually. Near, near, you find out what Tango's job is? No, I don't know what Paul Gregory's job is. We said professional should good we, Samaritan. Should we both uh, take a wager or not? Where we'll both guess, and then we'll find out, and whoever. What, as in, hang on, do you not kind of want to do sort of like a paper, rock, scissors and say the the job that we think he's got at the same time to see what wonderful hybrid we create? I'm willing to count down from three, two, one. Gynecologist. I just thought that, you know, he would help animals. He seems like the sort of type. Well, it helps people enough, doesn't he? He does. But anyway, back to John. Back to John. So, yeah, he's an antique bookseller. Um, he, and just to go into depth about a couple of the things that he's got about his person. So, he's got PFC engraved on his teeth. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a badge uh, that says, danger, stupid person. <laughs> he's mad, dude. Do you remember in the sort of mid-2000, the, mid the 2010... Where they started releasing all these different types of T-shirts, where it's you know I'm with stupid. And yeah, sex, drug, and sausage rolls. Yeah, uh, do you reckon? Do you reckon he was the sort of person that went from there and just thought, Jesus Christ, I've struck gold here. I just loved them all so much. Wrote them down yeah. and then chose some to get tattooed on himself. Like the, there was not he couldn't go into uh, the shopping meadow or the officers club. 
because he just piss himself. <laughs> the, it's the you know the I give up drinking, women, and gambling. Worst thirty seconds of my life. Oh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> if I'm face down, take back to the pub. It's good stuff. But, but if you face down, you shouldn't go back to the pub. It's... No, you're quite clearly too inebriated, John. <laughs> And speaking of him being inebriated, he he's regularly banned. He gets regularly banned because when he goes to away, when he goes to away games, um, he pisses on the seats in front of him, and that's what he gets banned for. The reason he thinks that he gets banned from football grounds, cancel culture. <laughs> the woke left. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're the... speaking of that though, that's the thing. He. A couple of months ago, appeared on GB News's one of their flagship shows, Farage at Large. Oh, good alliteration. Now let's get down to it, John. Right, you're a football fan. What's it all about? That was the level of well, you know, it's the Pompey, isn't it? You know, the team and we're a place, and I like both of them, Nigel. Like, like you like places and people who who aren't of a certain colour. <laughs> Yeah, I I would love just to like see what like all these sort of like far right racist people opinions are when it comes to the black striker that scores them thirty five league goals. That's exactly the thing, isn't it? It's this sort of the way it sort of club foots round that, and but just we don't. Like yeah, that. but they're coming on boats. No, <laughs> if they come on a private jet, it's fine. But you know if they yeah, if you know if they actually want a better life. No, 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 no <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that at all. Now another thing he does in relation to his antique bookseller thing is he, he goes on Twitter and just goes, "Not had any customers today," <laughs> and then apparently he claims that his online sales absolutely skyrocket when he plays this little shitty online fiddle. <laughs> but apparently he's tried it too many times. <laughs> Almost like the DFS closing down sale for the past four years. Every day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he's got, well, he's got to fill his days, hasn't he, after his, uh, after his banning orders, which, remember, it's the snowflakes. It's not what comes out the end of his own knob. <laughs> well, there you go. Um... You know, we were, we were just lamenting, actually, weren't we, Adam? Uh, the lack of Craig this week. Because we, we clearly can't do the two-man thing. No, there's just... And uh, he, he brings... Um, a level of stupidity that we just... Well, not, well, not just that. Um, uh, the chaos. Uh, the the ramblings. The Wednesday yeah. is what he brings. They us. are massive. Well, they are. But the, the, even though he's not here, the presence is felt. He was greatly missed. He was greatly missed. Of course he was. And hopefully he'll be back next time. Um, So yes, hopefully that was all right regarding the the big tattooed idiot that supports Portsmouth and blows his bugle. God, he's a fool. Uh, But anyway, we thought we'd just give a a brief update as well regarding the It's Our Year podcast, Fancy Football League. Still at the top. Still at the top. Uh, Mark Wyatt, a man who can use an axe on kindling. He's very strong. Very strong man. He's a man's man. Uh, just been to Texas, actually, to uh, the uh, the oldest dance hall. Looked very lovely, cash only. Uh, lots of, uh, you know, bottles of Lone Star, I'd assume, with the uh, whiskey chase. Well, anyway, he's top with Benali the Goat, after Francis. Ah, oh, yes, no idea who he is. Francis Benali? Had a marvellous moustache. He features on... He, he's, he, his sticker is probably the most used football sticker going about. I'm glad I've still got nothing. Yeah. So, <laughs> he, he's top... 
And then uh, in second, you've got Danny Brown. Danny Brown, one of uh, Craigo's best men. Um, Not the black rapper from uh, Atlanta, I was going to say. The no, who, who, who got blown on stage <laughs> whilst uh, whilst rapping. Yeah. It was very impressive. Didn't miss a beat, the lad. Uh, and then, so a quick check up upon uh, yourself. So bearing in mind, there's 37 people uh, and we've got, there they are, the banger blades, 35th. Yeah, um, no, I think we've got a big big push for the second half. I'm pretty sure I've still got Gabriel Jesus as my captain up front, who has been injured and will be for the next three months. Yeah, but I'm gonna stick with him. I'm gonna stick with him. If you can't handle them at their worst, you can deserve them at your best. My oh. mom came up with that saying. Yeah? Did you say anything to her when she said it? Um, she goes, oh, good point, that. No. Yeah. Whereas our Craigie Turton, Turt's two-step, seventh, um, and then we've got to go all the way back down to 23rd for Jobby United for my own. But at least I'm above um, Fred West's best, <laughs> uh, Blue Balls' team. Funny about just talking about uh, fantasy football, we have a, a, a friend... Uh, who will remain nameless oh, yeah. uh, from back in Northern Ireland and he, he's the sort of guy that um, gets signed up to as many fantasy football teams as possible and he was mm-hmm. like, he's very keen for it. he was always really keen to try and get a kitty you know like or a prize everyone oh, right, okay, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and he was always like it's not it's, it's only not Carol is it <laughs> yeah uh, and it's only good it's only good if you put money under it and, and he always put like big pots what transpired is that he was paying a tipster to find out his team every week. Oh, was and, he? And copied all of him. So he's basically swindling all his mates out of like... Did he actually win good, then? He won um, a few of them, yeah. Oh, bloody hell, I might do that next time. <laughs> it's such a scummy thing. So how much was he paying the tipster? I think the tipster was maybe like six quid a month or something. I think it was done on like a monthly basis. And how much did make out of it? Well, the top one would have been about 120 quid. He probably made a... a 300, 300 quid on it. Oh, bloody good luck to it. Nah, I got fucked. Horrible. Horrible. Well, were you involved in some of these leagues that you I, got done over in? Uh, yeah, but like... I mean, you uh, were 35th anyway, weren't you? It didn't, yeah, didn't really matter, yeah, to be honest. Gabriel Jesus just wasn't performing at City, but, you know, stick with them. Yeah, nice. No, it's, it's good, but but injured. And uh, just before we go, who have you got this weekend anyway? The massive... Uh, not the massive, of course, Sheffield. Uh, the second most massive team in all Sheffield. Um, Stoke. Stoke at home. Well, that's right, yeah. yes. Tomorrow. Nasty yeah. set of fans, then. Yeah, well, to be fair, if you lived in Stoke, I'd probably be a shit as well. Leak's yeah. nice down the road where there's a um, a pub called the Big Cock, and uh, it, oh, oh, always, always funny, isn't it, when uh, when you you see a pub named something like that, like a Willy, <laughs> isn't it? Because obviously, you know, it's, it's not meant to be like a palace. No, no, but it's supposed to be after like a big chicken. But you know, when they say chicken. Exactly, because they 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 the Victorians enjoyed the joke as much as the rest of us, didn't they? And we've got the game against Forest tomorrow, which I think we'll lose because I think they'll want it more. That bug-eyed, mm. evil character from a children's novel. He's he's, he's a he's a dark-looking man, isn't he? I hate him. I hate him, and I hate Forest, and I hate just oh signing like twenty-three players. That's what I have been doing in Football Manager with Sheffield FC this Christmas, and I felt guilty, so I hope he can't Did you fare better? Yeah, yeah, I've got promoted. Um, not back-back promotions, but I think uh, I'm, I'm up to the championship now. Probably would be Serge Aurier's next move, actually. 
Sheffield FC. I'm not, not surprised, not surprised. No, he's dog with that, lad. Right, right, we're going to get off. So we'll, we'll see you in a bit, won't we, Adam? Thanks for having us again. Yeah. Just waved at the recording device there as well. We'll have an investment video just yet. No, we won't be. Dreadful. Goodbye. <laughs>